This is OPI Talk, the voice of the business products industry. Hello everybody and welcome to this episode of OPI Talk. I'm your host, Andy Braithwaite. Today I'm joined by OPI CEO Steve Hilliard and we're going to talk about the upcoming OPI Global Forum online and take a look at some of the highlights in store for executives in the business products world. Good morning, Steve. How are you doing today? Good morning, Andy. Thank goodness it's Friday, that's what I would say. (laughs) I will uh, echo those sentiments. So we're going to talk today about the OPI Global Forum online, which is coming up in in a few weeks' time, uh, taking place on the 5th and 6th of May, to, to be exact. And this follows a highly successful European Forum online that we did last November. What was uh, yep. what was some of the feedback we got from that European Forum online? Yeah, well, no one likes to blow their own trumpet, but on this occasion, I think it was uh, it's justified. Um, we've run events for 27 years, I think, and that was by far the best feedback we've ever had for any event, um, you know, physical or virtual. Uh, it really did kind of capture the imagination, but I guess it wasn't really surprising given the sheer volume of um, of change and development that's uh, that's been happening in the industry, and of course, external factors such as COVID meant that there was an awful lot to talk about. So. You know, the the feedback really was, you know, um, you've managed to put on as close to a physical event as is possible in a virtual world. You know, um, there are obviously bits that you cannot replicate, but we were very pleased with uh, the feedback that we got and very encouraged to to do another one. If indeed circumstances dictated that we did have to do another virtual event. And and sadly, that's uh, where we are now. Okay. Any learnings or takeaways from that European event that will enhance the the global forum experience for the participants? Yeah, we're going to add in a bit more networking time. Um, We're probably going to share delegate information prior to the event so that people can arrange some uh, one-on-one video catch-up calls uh, with fellow delegates. Uh, But most of the learnings uh, were sort of just tweaks and um, enhancements really to the technology, the platform that we use, for example, has undergone a number of different upgrades in the last six months. So there'll be a slightly better user experience and uh, just the timings we hope will will work a little bit better for everyone. Okay, good. And hopefully, fingers crossed, this will be the last virtual event of this kind that we'll have to run uh well i hope so you know but um just 10 minutes ago i was reading on uh, one of the news feeds here in the uk about uh, an indian variant of uh the, the um covid disease which has now been found in the uk and a surge in the south african and while we do have a physical event planned for um, early july for some of our uk vip and corporate members um quite frankly i i you know I'm, I'm hopeful but what the last year has taught us is uh, not to get your hopes up too high because sure. there's always a nasty surprise just around the corner but yeah i do hope this is the last uh, virtual event we have to do but you know if not and then we're making a you know hopefully making a good, a good job of it and still providing value to the audience and to the industry sure i think one more thing we've learned we just have to be very adaptable and very very quick to to embrace change if we have to uh, for exactly these kind of events. yeah yeah, yeah. Okay, before we look at some of the program highlights, let's just let's get some general info out of the way first. So, you know, who's this event for? When exactly does it take place? What time of the day? 
Is it happening? How much does it cost? How do you register, for example? Uh, perhaps sure. just take us through some of those things. Well, as you said, it's on May the 5th and 6th. And, um, well, it's May the 5th and 6th if you happen to be in the uh, in the major markets of North America or Europe. If you're in Australia, then um, it's going to take place uh, in the wee hours of the following following two mornings. Um, the event is for um, you know, any industry leader, you know, not just CEOs, but anybody in a position of some authority. Um, because it's virtual, the price um, for us to put the event on is significantly less. And so we're able to pass that cost saving on in terms of a much more affordable ticket price, which you know we, we found last time meant that we had a much broader participation from many of the larger uh, businesses in our industry who typically would send one or maybe two delegates. They were sending five, 10, 12. And um, yeah, we're hoping that that same uh, pattern will emerge in, in this next event. Uh, in terms of timing, because it replicates an event that typically would have been hosted in North America, we're running on a sort of a US uh, timing calendar. Um, so the event will start with networking around nine o'clock, 9 a.m. Central time, um, which gives the uh, Californians time to get up and have the cornflakes. Um, so it means a sort of a mid to late afternoon start in Europe. But, um, you know, the, the event will finish uh, on both days, sort of around you know, dinner time in the UK and Europe. So, again, spanning sort of two days, eight, nine hours of content um, split into sort of two, four, four and a half hour chunks. Um, in terms of um, registration, you know, the, uh, the, the agenda is almost there. We had two more speakers added just this, just this morning, just half an hour ago. Um, so you can go to our website, opi.net. And if you put the uh, forward slash GF 2021, there you'll find everything about the event, including a link at where you can register. And I should just mem uh, mention, of course, anyone that's listening to this podcast that is a member of OPI, a paying member, yeah, you will receive discounts ranging from 10% to 50%, depending on your level of uh, membership with us. So, um, yeah, we're hoping again for a broad audience. You know, last year we had participants from uh, 20, 21 time zones, I think, you know, from Hawaii right across to um, uh, you know, New South Wales in Australia. So very much hoping that we'll get that same level of participation and, uh, and the registrations are, are going pretty well. Uh, it looks like we will have a very global global um, audience. But the really important thing to, to stress here is uh, this is not a North American event. Um, it is about issues that affect the industry um, in every market. You know, these are not just specific to, to the US. So we've got a lot of content in there uh, and it should really appeal to anyone that's involved in the business of selling, you know, office and business supplies um, anywhere on the planet. Okay, good. Now the tagline of this event is embracing the future and that's what the program is very much focused on on many different levels isn't it it is you know one of the key um, findings during our sort of pre-event research that we conducted among about 60 of our advisory committee members was you know don't make the event too too backward looking don't make it too much focused on you know the challenges that we've had with with COVID and um, you know and, and the last twelve months, but let's try and bring some positivity and uh, let's try look forward and uh, find out what the inspirations are, where, you know, where we can be optimistic, where are the opportunities, and um, you know how we can exploit some of the change that's happened. So yeah, the program has uh, really had that in mind. You know. Um, 
the, the, the tagline is embracing the future and um, very much we'll be uh, aiming to do that with every session that we uh, that we host. Okay. As you said, it's a very much an interactive event. I think just a couple of, of keynote presentations, perhaps just a word about, about those keynotes. Uh, well, before I get to the keynotes, I mean, the, the, the number one uh, issue which came up um, conducting that research among everyone was, you know, what does the future of uh, the workplace look like? What's the future of work? What's the future of the office? And so we're going to kick off uh, our session with a, uh, a sort of 20 minute Q&A with a guy who's some um, not... Uh, um, or quite well known, I should say, to our industry. Um, he's spoken at a couple of OPI events in the past. Andrew Mawson um, sort of lives and breathes sort of workplace um, solutions and um, all things workplace. So we're going to set the scene with him and then invite half a dozen additional panelists to join um, for a, a roundtable panel around the future of the workplace. And we've got some outstanding individuals that are joining us there. And I'll you know just spin through them. We've got uh, a guy called Peter Henson, who is uh, probably not so well known in the office supplies industry, but in the Jansan industry, he's extraordinarily well known. Um, I call him sort of the wiki Peter of, uh, of, of the cleaning industry. Um, we've got uh, Tony McCall. Tony heads up. Uh, interactive and collaborative solutions for uh, Exertis uh, Pro in uh, in Europe. So uh, what he doesn't know about um, AV and uh, sort of in-office technology uh, is no one's business. Uh, Louise Shipley from Fellows. Those of you that uh, listened to our podcast recently will have heard her talking recently about a number of issues related to uh, workplace health. Uh, and she'll also be covering off the really important um, subject of air quality. And that's really going to be a driver of opportunity I think for our industry um, and we've got Phil Jones Phil Jones is very well known in Europe um, from brother UK one of the most you know in, intellectual and forward-looking uh, trend watching uh, executives that I've ever uh, come across and he's going to add a lot of value with uh, his various insights so a really really exciting start um, to, to that session uh, you mentioned keynotes the sort of the, the real one that I would point out um, is um, opening up day two and we've got a guy called John Giorso, who's the founder and CEO of an organization called Orca Pacific. And uh, these are a bunch of uh, former Amazonians, about 50 of them. And um, these are industry experts who develop digital marketing strategies that are at the cutting edge of e-commerce. Um, they work with a number of uh, businesses in our sector, uh, helping them with their sort of Amazon uh, Amazon strategy, and um, yeah, a tremendous amount of insight into, you know, what's going on at Amazon at the moment, and again, you know, how to work with Amazon should you be uh, so inclined to do so. So very much looking forward to uh, that particular session. Okay, good. I know it's a, a difficult question, but any any highlights for you? You know, one or two things that you think really stand out. Um, there is so much on the program, Andy. You know, uh, yeah. One of the sessions, I guess, that I'm looking forward to is uh, we, we, we've coined it "turning crisis into opportunity." Um, you know, I think John F. Kennedy is reported to have once said that when uh, written in Chinese, the word "crisis" is composed of two characters. One of those represents danger, and the other opportunity. And I've no idea if John F. Kennedy actually said that, whether it's an <laughs> urban myth. But uh, you know, uh, it, we, you can turn crisis into opportunity. We've seen that in the last um, the last twelve months, uh, and some of those businesses that you know, that have really embraced change. 
uh, and embrace the challenges that have been put up in front of them um, have done very, very well. And uh, we've, we've got five of those businesses that are joining us to, you know, talk again, short, short Q&A with me to talk about, you know, what they did, you know, and how they uh, you know, rapidly turned this challenge into uh, something that they could exploit. Um, but, you know, we, we just have so much on there. We've got a bunch of round tables. These are always very popular. You know, we're looking at marketplaces. I think you're going to hear, uh, about marketplaces a lot more often. I know uh, you, you and the editorial team at OPI are, are going to be focusing on that uh, through the through the course of this year. Um, you know, the future sales continues to to be a, a an issue. We hosted a really uh, uh, interesting webinar on that actually just last week. Um, supply chain. I mean, uh, the the um, issues in the supply chain at the moment are impacting everyone from you know shipping and container costs um raw material price increases you know there's a whole number of different um macro challenges that our industry is going to have to face and we've got a great guy from ascendant that's going to be hosting that discussion but like i say there really is too much to uh, to, to cover off in uh, in this brief podcast i would encourage people to go to you know the the, the uh, opi.net forward slash gf 2021 website and take a look at the full agenda okay good yeah. What about you, Andy? I mean, uh, you're going to be at the event. Are there any uh, anything that's uh, caught well, your eye? What is, what, there's, there's one roundtable I'm not going to miss, and that's the uh, the potential transaction in the US between Staples and Office Depot. Well, I hope you're not going to miss it because uh, you're moderating it. So. That's exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'm very much looking forward to to doing that. That is one of the the, the key the key news stories of, of this year, and that's going to develop further. And perhaps you know we might hear something you know, right on the eve of the of the forum as well. So uh, hopefully some some stuff hot off the press just in time for the forum and then as you said your marketplaces for me is a, is a big is a big trend and it's going to be interesting to see how how that develops and again tying in with what office depot is trying to do in the US with some uh, key hires and strategic decisions that they've that they've made in the past few months as well so uh, that's going to be interesting excellent well yeah i'm looking forward mm-hmm. to um, to being there to hosting it hopefully uh, people listening to this will Busy enthused as I am, you know the the pricing is uh, is is ridiculously affordable, quite frankly, for the lineup of thirty plus uh, industry leaders that are that are participating. So uh, you know, in advance, I thank those people for giving up their time, and I look forward to seeing as many of our audience as possible for you know a couple of great days of um, forward-looking optimism. Yeah. Okay. Great. So, quick reminder: the fifth and sixth of May, and more information on opi.net forward slash gf2021. Steve, been great talking to you this morning. Thanks very much and uh, look forward to chatting soon. Many thanks, Andy. If you have got this far, then thank you for listening to this episode of OPI Talk. Please check out our website, opi.net, for news, interviews, analysis, and much more from the business products world. We've also got a great app that you can download from the App Store or Google Play. Just search for OPI Magazine. And we hope you will join us again soon for another episode of OPI Talk.